by the end of Saturday, it was we need to take out the young. We need to take out the left. Yeah. I'm I'm having a hard time hitting five foot putts. Did I see that you hit a ball so hard you broke a driver head? That is uh, that is correct. And maybe the only ball I squared up all day. <laughs> so, What's your handicap? Well, we don't have to talk about that all right. right now. I was a member at a private course like the last two years, but I've never been as like into golf. Is that a humble brag guy? <laughs> that is such a humble brag. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Lefties Lounge podcast. What a week the U.S. Open finished, and it was probably some of the most electric golf that we've seen in a long time. Uh, just a great stretch. We're gonna we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we had a amazing ma- uh, major championship weekend. We had a meeting with Pete. Um, something happened in my round. We're gonna save that. Um, something that's never happened before has happened. Ooh, good um, tease. Just, uh, we had a meeting with Pete. Uh, speaking of Pete, this episode is brought to you by the uh, Northeast Performance Institute. Uh, we will be talking more about them, so we'll get into that. But guys, what a what a weekend. What uh, what'd you guys think of everything? I mean, let's, John and Frank, glad to have you here with us. Frank, your hair looks amazing today. I think you must have went to work. Yeah, um, I did. I went to work. Definitely, just you can yeah, definitely tell bizarre. a difference. Yeah. Um, you look clean and professional, Frank. Professional, Frank. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> welcome, John. You here? There's no professional John. Yeah. Uh, well, but your hair is always <laughs> looking good. So, <laughs> what'd you think of the open, man? We're gonna jump right into that before we get into anything. So, John Rom, baby, unbelievable. Yeah, it was. Uh, what a Sunday! Like, just could not keep my eyes off the off my phone for a majority of the uh the time but then when i got back like dude just what uh, it, it was it's so nice like from i mean we rarely get it where it's like a full day worth of like action like we went uh, we were talking about this yesterday like it was such an emo like uh, a roller coaster of emotions of just the front nine when when all the guys who were within five six shots of the lead like tee off and yeah fireworks hit like and it's Rory just, and Brooks oh my god freaking everybody was just seemed like they were trying to make a bit at this thing and like the th- the first thing that I thought of like going like early because I I mean it was Father's Day I was I was watching I was just able to watch um which was so awesome but the thing that I thought of was the uh the PGA championship with Colin Morikawa when he won, like yes. there, that was, it was very similar to that where there was like bunched up just, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, 10 guys tied for the lead. Like it was on that, but there was just so many guys and nobody was really like making a run. Nobody was shooting that 64, 65, like making a run like that. But God damn, it seemed for a second there, it was anybody's game. That, that is, that was one of the coolest parts about it. And they, they did touch on it a lot on the broadcast, um, was the fact that there were three guys with a two, what was it? Two to three stroke lead. They'd, they'd, they had a three stroke lead, right? The field where they had five under and the rest. No, they had a two stroke, two lead. stroke. Yeah. Um, yeah. but the three guys there, Henley, Mackenzie Hughes and, um, Ustazen, who going into like Sunday, it was like, you know, 
it yeah, never had, really felt like one of them was gonna. We, nobody no, really thought had, one of like, nobody had, knew he was gonna run away with it. You had uh, Louis Ustazen, the the well known oh, choke artist. I got a stat. Um, I got a second, stat on the Louis. second place uh, wizard. You had Mackenzie Hughes, who has never really proven himself yet, and uh, you would would likely think that he wasn't going to be able to handle the pressure and that proved solid. And then you had Russell Henley who honestly I thought had the best chance if he started, if he started putting well, because that's how he wins his tournaments um, that he has in the past, if he started putting well, but you could tell that he was pretty damn nervous too. So right off the bat, when they teed off, it was just like, Oh boy. I mean, is Louie going to do it? He kind of hung around for longer than I thought. Um, You get, you get a, you get this bunch of the who's who in golf right now, who like, and they, that's what I was referring to is they just kept saying is how like free they could play and how like aggressive they were and how early on it was like, I mean, you could see it with that last group we just talked about. Like, I mean, they were, they struggled from, from the word go like it was it was it was they slept they all slept on a 54 hole lead and you could tell yeah Um, yeah they didn't sleep much it looked like and the studs were just out dude like it was and like seeing seeing brooks kepka like just like not have like any pressure like it was just he either was going to go out there and shoot a 65 or he wasn't like yeah and that was like that's scary like that that's scary brooks and god we I can't believe. Hold on a second. I can't believe we went this far. I actually owe Tommy Skazafava a, 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 a public apology, and I'm going to do it right now. So, if you listen to last week's podcast, I picked Bryson to win over Brooks. Um, I didn't think either one of them were going to do well. That held true. However, I am sorry that I picked Bryson, Tommy, and that is. I, that's all I have to say about Wait, that. Well, Brooks played well. Yeah. yeah Bro- did Brooks, you just say neither of them did well? Brooks was T four. I mean, <laughs> that's not good for him. That's <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and was well, so Bryson being, held the lead at, yeah, like at yeah. the turn. All right, guys. I'm just you know so, I'm not good before, at apologizing. So I also going. I also have to wear a stupid Brooks hat at Shawnee this weekend. The one that mm. you were wearing. Mm. Actually, is pretty comfortable. I tried it on the Nike, but, um, the Nike yes. ones. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Tommy. You are. I am not worthy of your picks. I, I, I'm looking at our picks, by the way, guys. And uh, it's we might have to, we might have to bring Tommy back not on. Good. Yeah, like he wasn't exactly um, <laughs> tearing it off, you know. I, I, it up, but. I believe who did I say? Did I say Webb Simpson? Yeah, you had Webb Simpson. I believe he shot like an 82. Yeah, he, he was terrible. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he had the worst yeah. score. I looked and, after day one. I was like, oh, my God. And Ronnie picked Mark Leishman, who also like <laughs> didn't exactly uh, yeah. play very well. Yeah. I had Brooks, but yeah, you had uh, Crafty. You had Simpson winning it. You had Zalatoris, who also played. Oh, who like, was really terrible. bad. But I think yeah. I had Louie. You no, did, you had no, you had Finau top twenty. Oh, you know and then what? You had Matthew Fitzpatrick as the oh, as the guy outside. I feel like did any uh, of them make the cut? No, I don't think so. No, Ryan, I you had Leishman, Spieth, of course. You had top ten, which I was wrong. He was Zalatoris. You had top twenty, and then you had Harry, or you had um Higo, or whatever his name is, um Garrett Higo. Garrett, yeah, so Ooh, you made the cut. If I if did I think he? yeah, I think you did. I had Brooks. But I think. Pat and Bryson and and Adam Scott. So I, I, none of us did well. 
No, but I think graphic. You're thinking of the. Remember, we did like the who's going to be in the final two pairings. Yeah. You oh. Pick, I think you picked oh, Louis. You're right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I remember you, you picking yeah. Louis. I feel yes. like all of our top fours were way better than any of our picks. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I think I had Shoffley. Yeah. Um, Brooks. Yeah. No. Not and I forget who else I had, but not terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not terrible. So but the moral of the story is if you if you listen to this loyally, you probably already know this. Don't really put any money that we pick. Like it just yeah, yeah no. it doesn't it doesn't we're not we're not exactly doing our research. We're we're more just doing I picked it. Webb Simpson. And you yeah, you did pick did a decky with the masters. masters that was true, that was true, a pretty true, hot take. True. Yeah, you guys should have you should have followed that one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick and choose, pick and choose which ones you take. Exactly. But, but for as as like good as that as that like front nine was, dude, the minute they make the turn, like the it was Bryson back diff- nine, the Yo. even like it that almost felt as like close as it's felt like Rory having a real shot too. And then him, like, like it was, there was some carnage on the back. Nine. Yo, we're going to get into Bryson's thing. Cause that was incredible. But I think we, we need to just talk about John Rom first. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Well, I mean, yeah, let's start with Rom. It's like a, it was like a movie. Yes. Like it was, legit, it was like, like a, a movie. movie. And like, it, it's funny too. Like he, you know, a lot of people, it really did feel like, he was the favorite. I mean, for the most like obvious reasons, you know, yeah. he, he's won here before actually fun, fun fact. The, uh, when he won back in 2017 at Tory, he was three back going into Sunday and this, and this Sunday, he was also three back. Um, no so way. both kind of come from behind. Like, I think he starts birdie birdie. I think he start. No, he, he I think he, he was, I think he was two under and through three. Yeah. Two under through yeah. three. And so yep. like hot starts and then obviously the close, but yeah, man, just some like I, I don't even know the word to describe it. Just like tenacity, maybe like just yeah. he cold-hearted, finished, like well, just just absolute killer. Like the best, the best stat that I saw, um, and with how much like like that, like the carnage was real on that back nine, huh. and Rom, and Rom came in and he hit seven out of the last seven greens, and that was like, I mean, that was pivotal. Yeah, that's um, the difference in the that was completely the difference in the tournament and and guys just you know the pre- seemed like the moment was a little too big um for a majority of those guys yeah. especially god louie coming in on 17 <laughs> oh that that just hurt like oh yeah but it's louie i know i know like- <laughs> but, but that's why it hurts too because it's like you know it's a car crash but you're you, i mean you're rubbernecking you, you're definitely looking yeah uh, he's also you, you know, want to root for him like you know he's what, not a like, guy you can't like he's like such a good seems like such a good dude like he, he does and like he's just a farm boy but my thing is like do you think that he gives a shit i think he does now i think that you was think like so? i think that was yeah. a storyline that they were definitely trying to like uh that they were trying to really like write home was the fact that he's kind of like looking back at his career now and being like i really think i should like he's like i i looking back, I need to have one more than I have already. And it's something yeah. that like eats at him a little more. And it's something that's been like a motivating factor and getting him way more on the golf course than he was, I think early in his career. Um, so I wonder if it's just something like that. He just, he just can't close out. Like he gets to the position and it's something. It's so tough though. Like, I don't know what just it is. Look at, like golf and like he loses by one stroke, right? Like, ah, man. And like, yeah, you can look at 17. You can, you can look at a lot, right? Yeah. But I mean, golf is just so it's it. 
it, there's such minute things that happen during a four day stretch that like, yeah, like I said, we're going to look at 17 and go, okay, that's where he lost it. But right. like, yeah, it's so hard, man. You, yeah, he could have done that cut. on Thursday too. Right. And we could have not forgot. You exactly. Know? Yeah, it's but like, it, it's, but, but, but the pressure, like the situation putting himself in that position, yeah, like, yeah. It's, and yeah. yeah. And then he doesn't close. No. So it's totally fair. It's just golf is so hard. Like it's four days of just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he loses by one stroke again. Like, it's just like, man, right, like can this guy uh, get a break? You know? Like, yeah. Let's we'll, we'll pile on and then we'll leave Louie alone. We'll pile on with, we'll pile on with <laughs> Didn't this. Didn't we say we're going to talk about John Rob? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, well, yeah. no, but I feel like Already we can end, this, we can end this perfect. We can end this perfectly with this stat. All right. He's the only player in men's golf history with six runner-up finishes in majors and either one or zero major wins. So really, <laughs> when you look at like runner-ups, anybody that has any number of runner-ups, they're major winners. Like they're they put themselves in that yeah. position and yeah. they've they've at least won more than one major, which we know is not like a massive list, but that's who generally comes in second except for Louis Ustazen. He's just a guy that. So to, to, to pile on that stat, because I don't have, I don't have it in front of me and I wish I, I wish I screenshotted or something. So I had it, but he's like one of like whatever, three or four guys to, to finish second that many times at a major and to your point graphic, like the, uh, to your point, we we probably won't say that enough today. Um, yeah, right. uh, we're going to, no, we're going to work on that. We're going to yeah, work yeah, on yeah. that. Uh, but um, they're all major winners, right? And I think those three guys, or or whatever the number is, have won like some crit, like, like 95. 95 majors between them or something. Yeah. One being, I think, Tiger Woods, and, and another being Jack Nicholas, and I think yeah. Phil. And so, like, yeah. you're talking about the best players, you know, ever. And like, he's on that list, and he has one major of like the 98 that they have combined. Crazy. And it's just like, Jeez. yeah. So, like, if you look at that, how close he is to being, you know, one of the best players potentially ever to play the game to, eh, yeah, like he's not like, he's just yeah. not even close to that conversation. Yeah. And you're talking, you're talking a total of, you know, five strokes, six strokes over the course of his career that puts him in that category. Ooh, like, imagine, imagine like he, there's a good chance that he could have had, like six majors. There's wins. plenty alternate universes with him with three plus, four plus. At right. Least. Right. At like least. it's just so the thing that is so crazy is that like you don't really see him in any other tournament really besides majors competing. So it's like, oh, yeah, he's, but he's also like, like he, I feel like he just shows up. Yeah. Like to your point, I don't know. Like you, you would probably know better than me, but it's the only time you hear about him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he does well in other tournaments and stuff too, but he doesn't really play like a lot. He doesn't play yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's it it blows my mind every time. I feel like he's one of like the most interesting people in golf because he's just always there, and he's literally like you hear about him like when he's not playing golf, he's like literally just he's farm boy on his farm. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's his, got like a normal like, life. He's like working on his yeah. tractors and like farming like, yeah, sweetest freaking swing golf though man he's, oh my he's god so pure he's so good and he yeah. class class too he did he, he handled is. it really well again because like whoo all right but he let's get back how. to rom let's get back to rom he knows yeah, how true, true. So anyways um rom. unbelievable dude like that the i mean obviously the two putts might as well just jump right there the putts on 17 and 18 like oh that electric the, the first off the end the fist pumps Oh. Like, dude, those that I was, He's I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a Ram guy, but yeah, 
I was so fired up when he made that one on 17. Like that one really felt like with the history of like Louie, it felt like it was, that was like monumental. It was like, all right, he's at least going to be, he's probably going to get a chance at a playoff. He's going to have a chance to win this on 18 with it being the easiest finishing hole in U S open history. And he had eagled the day before too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it was playing shorter too, which I loved. Like I, it was, it was, it was actually a really cool finishing hole, but he was so just like unflappable. Um, And I mean, obviously, you know, jumping ahead, he wins the whole, you know, presser and everything with the, the mindset speak or, you know, speech, the positive talk, like, you know, yeah. going back Power to everything that happened thinking. the week before, like yeah. the whole, I, I'm very, very, you know, true believer in karma. It was like, it made sense that like he won the way he did, how he did, like the way that he handled everything. Like, it was just like, it was a really cool moment. And it was a really like, I don't know. It just felt like that was a huge moment for John Rom. Like, yeah. Huge moment. And I mean, career changing, career changing. Yeah. The biggest thing that I noticed, and I want to know if either you guys noticed this, um, when he was at the tournament before and this one, I noticed that, and like, obviously things are going well for him, but I feel like he wasn't like as emotional. He like with like, he, I, I feel like he's really working on that part of the game. Like where he is, you could, you know, he's super fired up, but he's not like, you know, hitting the green with his putter and like, doing the the hand gestures and like being all pissed off, like, and showing it, you know, like, and I feel like that's a, can you, can you chalk that up to like perspective and stuff? Like as a kid, like, I don't know. You have like all these things like where guys talk about all the time. And like, I mean, just obviously having kids myself, like you change perspective. Like it's just not the same level of importance. Like not that it's not important. It's incredibly important, right? It's maybe next to his, family the most important thing in his life but like i don't know it does change i mean it changes like what you think about how you're you know what you're doing and how you're doing it and how you look doing it yeah. right and yeah. yeah and like i think the maybe, argument maybe like what it's... you're saying is like he doesn't he didn't always look um the best on the course in terms of his emotions he, right he would like, just come across like oh, a, he's a little a fiery baby like a, fiery yeah, but dude. it's just because yeah, he's fired crazy up. emotional like in, with a, the, in a with good the, way sometimes yeah. and also kind of in like a yo chill out way yeah right? like, like when he's when he, things aren't going his way he is looking for excuses and it, it you know it, all the a lot of top players young top players do that and i feel like they go through that and i just i made it i mean i noticed big time and it could be because of the kid and he is like hey maybe it's time for a change but i noticed it big time because there was a couple things that went wrong and he was you knew that he was upset but he was just kind of okay let's let's just go to the next shot do our thing like yeah there's there is like absolutely zero doubt that even a year ago and that's why i say like it's such a monumental win for rom and i'm talking about like everything that's kind of coincided with these last two weeks like John Rahm a year ago does not handle that COVID situation the way that he just did. Like no, you, you, like you really can't, you really could not with everything that happened and the circumstances and everything involved, like now, like we're being removed from that and looking back at it, he could not have answered that and handled that in a better way. And from just like a maturation process of like a person and seeing Rom dude, how fiery and like, 
Yeah. Like he, he, he was Going. one of the guys, like he's a guy, if you ask like who are the top five, like most fiery guys on tour, like he's in that, he's in that handful of guys. Always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I think to a point too, like it's changed in the way that like he plays, like he's, he's definitely more like conservative now. Like even I, I was looking at a bunch of like the shot link stuff from his final round and everything. And like, there's even like a game style play that almost looks like it's maturing and to see him go crazy last week. And I kind of love how Rory did. You, I don't know if you saw that in that presser, Rory was like, I don't care what anyone says. Like John Rahm's won the past two weeks. Like you, like, yeah, he, <laughs> like he might not have the money in his bank account or the trophy, but like John Rahm's just literally wiped the floor with the, the, the field the last two weeks. Um, but no, he just like, it's cool. Like, and, as it, it's funny too because i was thinking about this today frankie like as overly cliche as it sounds like the perspective thing like it's i mean you you watch the presser after like it's yeah it, as it's like real you it's know so it's so real i don't even have a kid it's so obvious like you know yeah. what i mean um but yeah and i think listen he's get like he's 26 right like we like he's super young exactly and exactly. like as he get and i think we we hold expectations of these players so high yep. most of the time where we're like you know, and he's 26 years old. Like, yeah. you know, he's just, he's naturally going to become more and more mature as he plays. Yeah. And like, yeah. if you look at any golfer that we watch, like yeah. it happens to all of them, you know, like it, and for the most part, you know, like you see yeah. guys as they get older, they like Rory's a great example too. Now Rory's not, was never like fiery like that, but like, I mean, the way Rory talks now, it's not oh, how yeah. he was talking different. 10 years ago or five, even five years ago, or yeah. maybe even three years ago. So like, um, <laughs> Probably the only person who hasn't changed is Sergio. Yeah, he's still a little baby. Yeah, exactly. Well, but it is like a big theme too, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about Wolf in a little. And like, there was a bunch of talk on tour. I have like a, a actually a cool Ash K tweet. Um, Bahati, he had like a. There's, it's definitely what the hell something. Did you say? Uh, Ash K Bahati. I think that's, that's how, how you say, say it. It's yeah, Batia. dude. It's no, it's it's Bahati or it's like Bahatia. Yo, I had I they always said it. Yeah, they said it this weekend because they showed him on Sunday. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, never, that's I've how never heard anybody else name. say it, but I always did it like Bahatia. I thought it was Akshay Bahatia. Akshay Bahatia. I could be completely wrong. I didn't know. I'm just asking out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's uh, it's it was just like cool to like it was it was this weird moment where like it felt like it kind of all came together and there were like these different instances and you're like oh yeah all right but let me let me uh let, let me leave the let me leave you with this with rom yeah rom starts his career um and we i know we've kind of like talked about this but 122 starts he now has 12 wins he's won 10 percent of the time he has 63 top 10s 52 percent of the time he is in the top 10 and he has 13 missed cuts so Wait, 11 is this? Wow. this is this is rom he has 12 wins already where i saw this batia, is, by the way batia yeah. oh batia okay um, now we know i could be i could i could have been looking at um, a wrong step but i thought i i thought he does i don't think he has 12 wins maybe yet. maybe he doesn't yeah we gotta fact check that but that's a because 122 starts sounds like a lot too yeah it does yeah. Wait, was I reading Tiger stats? You're reading Tiger stats compared to him, probably, because that's yeah. Well, no, because it was those this stats was from, sound way too. <laughs> all right, actually, I'm gonna call him out so that I don't like feel like a complete idiot. This was from the Fried Egg, um, and all they right. said, and they said that at the uh, underneath, like the the tweet, it said um, like eerily similar to Tiger starts. Tiger. 
but it said it was for Rom. So I'm guessing that it was probably Tiger. Because when I read the 12, I almost like fact checked it before. And I was like, I'm not fact checking this. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, hey. I didn't mean to, I don't mean to call you out, but I don't think. Oh, no, John I don't Rahm care. Fucking... No, I, but if you do look at his, if you look at his major starts over the last like three God, or four that's... years, yeah, he has some, like he has tons of top tens. Yeah. And like he doesn't miss cuts like at majors. He there's cut, a like, reason he's number three. He's like T twenty. He's like okay. Here's T20. a real. Yeah, he has stat. he has six PGA Tour wins, seven European. Here's a real stat. In his last four majors, he's beaten four hundred and seventy one out of the four hundred and eighty eight opponents. So that's ninety six point five percent of the field in the last yeah. four majors he's played in. So now one win. Yeah, in the last four, he was he at the Masters. He was fourth PGA Championship. He was tied for fourth. Yeah, this U.S. Open won, and he was tied for eleventh at the uh, Open. So. Yeah, so pretty dirty, real uh, dirty. Um, what yeah, else? Real dirty. We got anything else on him? Yo, so that that stat might be right though if they did all all no, wins. That's, that's still thirteen wins. That's it's thirteen, 12. but still, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. So what are you guys saying? Th- there's a chance. There's a chance. You, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I. So I'm not. I, I'm. I have nothing else on Ron, but I do have a. Um. Back to Louie real quick. Um. What What were you guys thinking on 18 on his second shot? Oh yeah, I thought there was. Yeah, you you posed this in the group chat when it was happening. I just thought there was 0% chance of him like even giving himself a look that was going to be better than a wedge in his hand. Like I yeah. thought yeah. The, with clearly like he had to have I don't think that was a being scared of the moment. I think that was a my only chance at making a 3 here or a 4 here is three or four um four yeah a four is to to like make is to is to hit this wedge shot like there was just no chance that that window was like 10 yards and everything like slopes (laughs) the lake and to be able to hold like that green from 240 in the rough with his with his farm boy arms i think i i think you're right and i but i also think that he should have gone for it yeah like like, i I, maybe like i feel like you know what i'm i'm sick of coming in second if i blow this into the water what if i miss the how whatever happens after this at least i tried like at least you know what i'm saying like i don't know i mean yeah but you're the trying is you either having a wedge shot or you having no shot at all or maybe maybe like there's there was there had to be there was like zero percent chance he was getting that ball so so i get that yeah yeah he's not gonna have a putt you're gonna have a hit wedge anyway it's do you want to hit a full shot or do you want to hit yeah yeah no i so you're like crafty you're right and i think like i've heard this multiple times now too like reading stuff like he had zero shot at making the green or like 1% chance or whatever it was to kind of ride it up the right side there. And hopefully it gets on somehow. Yeah. It's just, you know, and it's maybe it's like the, it's almost like the golf fandom, Ronnie, like, you know, what you were saying, like, you just want to see it, like see him try. Cause you, cause you know, if he doesn't like, if he does not try, he's not, he's not forcing a playoff. Like there's just no way he's holding it out from 75 yards. Like it's just, that doesn't happen. Here's my thing. There's, there's nothing different for Louie if he comes in second, third, fourth. Here, fifth, here, eighth, here's whatever. my point. I, he I, might as well I, come in tenth because he then he might doesn't as have well. that stat where he's exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. coming third, com- dude. Listen, <laughs> I completely agree with you. If if I could just for one second think of one shot that he could hit that would work out from yeah. that distance. No, you're I right. Can't, there, I can't ha- think of one way of him 
hitting a 245 <laughs> yard shot out of that lie, understanding where the For ball sure. goes, like anything. I just, I have no idea what he would have hit. Like a, it just was so a disappointing. Driver, like watching a bunt him. driver. Yeah. Like it was so disappointing watching him. Like, cause he did at one I point know. have the decision making like a was... hybrid in his hand or something. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. all right. And then he like, I mean, it, it was a while. He stood there for a while debating yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And then he put it down and he, whatever he grabbed, whatever he grabbed a five iron or something. And you're just like, oh, well, there's the tournament. Like it's, you know, yeah. like, it, the, I guess lack of suspense was well, uh, was my issue there. That's a selfish issue, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, that's a it, it's a good point because that's something that we should have talked about that we didn't bring up was John Rahm's decision on eighteen to hit that bunker shot sideways. Like that's not a Rahm oh, move. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's what. Like that's not an old. That's not an OG uh, fiery Rahm move. And then to make that putt, and I don't know if you heard this, but in the presser afterwards, he said. I forget who it was, but in 2008, somebody had a similar putt and he remembered it breaking hard at the end the same way that it did. So he legit had recall of the major in 08 at Tory. Like to, it always, it always amazes me like what these elite level guys, like yeah, yeah. some of the things that they'll say afterwards, as far as like what they're thinking of, that's unbelievable. <laughs> um, be like, and then oh, he makes yeah. the putt. Yeah, in that tournament, I had that same pot four years ago. Like thinking for of that, three like, yeah. like they know exactly what they hit. Silly. Like it's, it's crazy. I can't even remember my last round, honestly. Like, Silly, <laughs> just crazy. Oh no, so we else? know you can remember your last round. That's coming up. Oh yes, another teaser. No, he he still can't though. This is the weird part about him <laughs> not remembering shit. But anyway, yes, it's it is true. <laughs> It is true. But anyways, maybe it's an early uh, early on dementia or something. I don't know. I have to get that checked out. But uh, who else do we want to talk about? I think we can go. We could go. I think we go either Brooks or Bryson way. I mean, we could just. Yeah. I think Bryson's more intriguing. I mean, Brooks. Yeah. Let's talk about Bryson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I'm being like, listen, going in after talking to Mark Serio of Sick Golf, you know, certainly more on the Bryson train. But I got a lot of joy out of watching him skull one over the four, <laughs> well, I think 14th. you and a lot of people yeah, did. Yeah. There's uh, a lot and, it, and it wasn't just him. Like, that. if that could have been a lot of people that did that, right. I would have got a lot of joy out of it. But, like, yeah. I guess specifically being him um, <laughs> certainly helped. Uh, but that was an unbelievable hole to watch. Like, just, like, whenever that happens to a pro. But also yeah. a guy who, like, Again, three holes, whatever it was, three, four holes ago, <laughs> it's had its sole lead at the US Open. Yeah. And yeah. a guy like and him, almost... you expect to, like, honestly, when he took the lead, I was like, oh, he's yeah, gonna he's going to win this. I thing. thought the same right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had, I had thoughts of, of Brooks coming back and making a couple birdies to close and them going to a playoff. Like, I, oh, I my, my mind God. was wandering. Wow. A three, like a three way Rory playoff. Yo, what did you think about that hole in one? Um, the almost oh, hole in one. Oh, my Lord. That was during the stretch, dude. I swear to God, yeah. during that stretch, yeah. there were probably 10 golf shots that yeah. went on within a 15 minute period that you're just, I was just in awe. I was in awe. And he almost makes that hole in one on, um, seven is it no 75 uh, yard 175 yard it's uh and it's blind to them too so he couldn't see where the ball ended up wow. what would you guys use crazy. what would you guys use in a 175 yard par three as a club I'd use a i'd probably downhill a little bit probably downhill maybe a little seven iron yeah seven or eight a little downhill i'd probably like use a six 
Yeah. Downhill. He used, yeah. He used a pitching wedge. <laughs> <laughs> you need a couple of those. Today. I told you guys this. Use a pitching wedge. I told you guys this yesterday, <laughs> and it was uh, a, a bland on Saturday. Had a what? Sixteen is the other is the par three, right? 16. Yeah, sixteen. Yep. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, I don't know. It's a longer one too. Tw- I think. Yeah. Two ten. Yeah. 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 A little over two hundred something. Bland hit like a four iron into it. And and they were talking about they're like yeah Bryson not too long ago hit an eight iron up there and it's just like eight what Mister <laughs> Gilmore reached that <laughs> dude he was it, there was a moment where like he was just kind of doing what he said he was gonna do yeah. taking taking ridiculous lines hitting it in the rough and just hitting wedges to good enough places and making putts like he but then kind of doing his thing that the par five oh my god. Just... Like what happened? It was like the wheels fell off. Wait, was it? It wasn't really like thir- was it 13 when he when his foot slipped. Was it 13 when his back foot slipped? And I think that yes, was when everything they, went they said down. something about 13 T. Yeah, everybody's everybody's foot back was, foot was slipping. Yeah, which is weird. There's a bunch of Scotty Schefflers out there. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, that was he went into a downward spiral, which the <laughs> likes we may have never seen. He shot a 44, <laughs> like a <laughs> only awesome. other time. The only other time we've seen Bryson do this is when you remember we got that 10 on that hole. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you like when hit the, ball the same plugged. shot out of the three wood out of the rough oh. over by the fence and then was like, I'm doing it again. Yes, it's in the yes, same yes, exact yes, spot yes. and then yes. starts complaining about the lie. Like, yes. Oh, my God. I feel like I feel like <laughs> it's like when he starts going downhill, which like doesn't happen too often. Like, I mean, like. Where he has a like a bad hole, it's just over. Just, like it's like it worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that part five, I remember correctly, thirteen, right? He like, it, like he like chunked like two, didn't he? And you're just like, wait. <laughs> I remember watching out of like, the sand. He, he did the same. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, he hit the ball like forty yards. You're like, yeah. what is going on? Like you just wonder what's going through their head. You just it's don't be see so, that stuff. You know, it has to be so embarrassing for these guys to do that oh God. like think about like when us four like we're us three and somebody else are yeah. playing and like how embarrassed like i get embarrassed when i have like holes like that it's just like it sucks it's not like a, a bad embarrassment but it's just like i'm better than that like and that's just a bad hole but like and this is <laughs> millions of people are watching calling you brooksy like really yeah. just you, when you know, like a lot of people are against you too, it's gotta be 10 times harder for like him and Patrick Reed and like those, those guys that, you know, the, the villains of golf, you know? Well, that's the thing that was, this is like a day after him, you know, finally like coming out and saying like, I handled the Brooksy thing wrong. Now I invite it. Now I love it. Like, right. this is, this is what it is. Like, you know, it's, it's, and then to think of like, and that's kind of like, even I feel like just kind of naturally that's the way I was watching it too, in the sense of like, okay, where's Brooks, where's Bryson, where's Brooks, where's Bryson. Cause yeah. I knew you knew it mattered who was going to finish ahead just because the other one was going to give, you know, the other guy shit. And for right. a moment there, it was like, Oh, what? Like, I can't wait to hear what Bryson says after this as he's got a, <laughs> as he's got a lead and Brooks makes, makes a couple, you know, slips up, make, makes a bogey here, here and there. And then, then now you look at it and it's like, oh God. It's like Brooks and Brooks goes on Sports Center today and is like, yeah. yeah, man, we're not making up. Like he started this shit and and <laughs> and he and he's I love too. He's like, 
yeah, all my NFL buddies, all my NBA buddies, like they're all texting me. They're all loving it. Now they're following like, yeah, they all followed <laughs> this tournament and just watched Bryson eat shit Sunday, which kind of sucks. God, yeah. I was sitting in the driver's seat for this bet too. Like right? it, everything started happening and I was just like, and, uh, were you texting yeah, him? I was texting Tommy. And then <laughs> when it started going bad, he actually called me. I missed his call. <laughs> and then he texted me some crap. And then he calls me again. And he's just like, ah, I just want to bust your balls. Like, <laughs> oh my God. It was a good, it was a good little That's banter. Really good. And, That's uh, really good. Yeah. I look forward to more, more bets, but. Now, for everyone at home thinking the the bomb and gouge uh, style is, uh, for some reason, not the way to go. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> he, he, well, the, the, this is this is I'm gonna I'm gonna label this uh, drive for show putt for dough 2021 update. Um, this is the speed kill segment. So strokes gained off the tee in 2021. Number one in the in in the tour, Bryson. Number two, Rom. Money list for 2021. Number one, Rom. Number two, Bryson. So two highest earners. Strokes gain putting for both of them. Rom 68th and Bryson 37th. So still, strokes gained off the tee, distance. Like for as much as that shit, like that Bryson shit didn't work, he was nine holes away from potentially like going back to back. And yeah, I know it was a, it was a complete, 18 car pile up, maybe even worse. It might've been. And, and then a plane landed in the 18 car pile up and exploded. <laughs> and um, then a train game. And, and, then, a, <laughs> and then a pandemic broke out. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but it's still like, I, I don't, I don't think there's like any questioning, obviously like what Bryson did. I think it was just, but man, was it funny to watch? Um, yeah. <laughs> exciting stuff though. That's but yeah, crazy. So, it really is. Yeah. So, um, I will take back kind of what I said though, last episode is that, you know, talking about the course and stuff, I think I don't, I'm not taking back that the course isn't a great U S open course. Cause I still think it's like not the best, but it did, it did hold up well, clearly considering not a ton of guys were under par and the winner was at five under. So really you're going to talk about one under two under a day, right. To get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the leaderboard helped a lot on Sunday yeah. to really live that up, right? Like when you have Rom, Louie, Brooks, Colin. Yeah, no, that helps Bryson, 100%. That helps, you know, like but, that could be anywhere, you know yeah. what I mean? And people are going to watch. Go ahead, though. Exactly. Rob. But I think it just shows you that it can play different than January. You for know sure. what I'm saying? And I think yes. that's what everybody was kind of looking for. Like, is it going to be the same? Is it going to be, you know, I still I stand by played... though. Like, like in the middle of that course, it's, it's, it, there's nothing spectacular about it. No, 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 no. Like, the, I, like I, I obviously like four, whatever four, right. Whatever, whatever holes are on the water, obviously like spectacular looking holes. And yeah. then like 16, 17, 18, I think are fun holes, fun closing holes, but like everything in between to me is just kind of like, eh, you know, seen that you've seen that before, you know, so yeah. completely agree, but it did hold up and it, it did. Was. And it played, I was, it I was played incredibly surprised. tough and that's what yeah. the U S open, I think, you know, back to our talk last week, like what's the identity of the U S open play as tough as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it did that. And it, yep. so it held up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So what else? Brooks Kepka? He, um, I mean, he kind of did his thing. He wasn't, 
Yeah, another another it wasn't outstanding in a major. Yeah, just I mean his normal just he struggles on eighteen at Tory. I don't know yeah. if you get yeah, he had like I, they were showing three years ago where he like four putted on eighteen there. Interesting. Um, and he three putted to end uh, to end his round and to bogey that hole. Now it didn't <laughs> didn't matter, but he's got a little bit. You know, not that. Listen, he was he was well off the lead going into into the day, so mm-hmm. it's hard to say anything about like he finished T four. That's obviously a huge success, but you know he wasn't his best showing. Yeah, I feel like he's just like he's always there. Like lately, at least he's been right there and just hasn't been able to pull another one out. And that I mean, I'm like I'm nitpicking here, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Like he like he's a a phenomenal player in in major tournaments. Um, but th- there has been a fair share over the last what two or two years, three. Years. When when did he win? Twenty eighteen was that his year that he won? Twenty eighteen. So, yeah. so yeah. three years now where he's kind of um, been right there at, at all the majors, but hasn't been able to get another one. Twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, but either way, like he's just it, it's crazy to see that every single time you have a major on, he's going to be there, and it and it and that held up again too. So. And dude, it's like, and, and, uh, another, I love, I love the, uh, the opponent stats right now. Like to your point, Oh, there it is. We're going to, I'm going to take the lead one. We each get our own. We each get one. Yeah, Ronnie yeah, one. Exactly. <laughs> one of you uh, can use mine. Cause I'm not going to say <laughs> no, but like har- hardest test in golf, hardest test in golf in the last four U S opens, he's defeated 614 out of 620 opponents. Yeah. Just Forced. wild in four straight U S opens, but it's like that's absurd. Dude, it watching him play U S opens. It's ridiculous how consistent he hits fairways and greens and it's on courses and fairways that are 28 yards wide. And it's just no brainer. Like dude, Thursday and Friday, he was just kind of like surgical. Like he was just, he hit, I think he hit like eight, I think he hit like eight of the first nine fairways. And like, that, that's not what you're supposed to do at U S opens. That's not, that's not the way that the course is set up. Um, and yeah, it's just like, yeah, the, the, the Sunday um, theme has started to pop up a little bit. Um, obviously wasn't like super in it here, but man, he got it. He put himself in it kind of right away and then just yeah. couldn't hold on, but didn't think he didn't, I didn't think it was like too much on like late, you know, late, late performance uh i don't think it's anything to do with pressure or anything for yeah, him no, yeah no, that's no. what yeah right that's what you're saying i think like yeah, yeah. it's nothing i just like, think i think it was just a little too late that's all like yeah, yeah he, little, he made a charge and he yeah. had a bogey and it kind of just was like okay that's that's it you know like yeah. he's not gonna so um but what a, move, switching topics real quick um matthew wolf your yeah, boy i wanted to touch on him big time yeah i think yeah. there's a lot a lot there from a his play play yeah. to his uh mental game um but Kravik, you're the you're the huge wolfie fan why don't you why don't you kick us off there yeah so if you um remember when we left off with the matt wolf experience uh the last time i think we i spoke about him on the podcast i was talking about how much he like his body language kind of um just kind of disturbed me with the way that he was like playing the game um he has those withdrawals then he signs the wrong card um, and at it was masters. just this, at, at the masters and it was just this spiral. And I'm like, I mean, you know, me, I'm pretty deep in the, uh, in the wolf gang. Like I was, 
I was on, I was going through like the Twitter verse, um, dissecting fun fact, fun fact about John Gravick, not only Matt Wolf, but the real wolves too. That is, that's a great point. That is, that is, I'll, I just I'll had, tell to, you, I had to butt in there. We'll yo, get, I'll tell you any, I'll tell you anything you want to know about wolves. They're the fascinating, greatest, fascinating facts that I've never species. heard about wolves from your one and only Dante. Oh, um, man, <laughs> but please dude, go ahead. Shawnee's so close. The fact that you just like brought that up was kind of biblical. I know. Um, I got goosebumps. I oh got- man. <laughs> but he, uh, Oh, man, now, now I lost my train of thought. I'm, 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 I'm thinking about like the mating. You were saying calls. the downfall of him. He was going. No, yeah. So all you could, you know, you could, you could just kind of tell like mentally he, he was just like super hard on himself. And it's like it, golf is a game where like, I mean, it's obvious, but you can't, you you can't. The expectation management has to be one as of which like you just can't expect to hit a perfect shot on every. And I mean, I'm talking like it was he would miss his drive on one and then miss the green on two. And from there, dude, his round was gone because he was just like, so down, like just. So do you think part of this is his, his huge success at last year's U S open? Yeah. It's kind of when we started to see the downfall of him. So do you think his expectations are like, well, I already won one. I have one PGA tour victory under my belt. I just can't, I had the 54 hole lead. I barely missed out on that. Now is his expectation super high? And like, if he doesn't play perfect golf, like he, he's just a complete mental case now. Yeah. I mean, just think and of that's it. That's what it sense, was. Th- yeah. Think of it in the sense of like when you were 20 years old, think about winning, think about winning a PGA tournament at 20 years old, coming, <laughs> coming right out of college, not graduating, leaving early NCAA champion, all these like it just, he just this, never lost like he's never it's, it's never just growing 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 and he comes out he wins at age 20 he then catapults he almost wins the u.s open bryson beats yeah. him he yeah. comes t4 in the next major he catapults to 12 in the world yeah. and then i think the more the more that like i really like read about him and like kind of catch like his vibe he's he's a very very like personable person and he's a people pleaser like a big time people pleaser and i think an underrated factor of a lot of what's gone on with him was the timing of him coming out of college then winning right away and and having that success right away which puts even more of an emphasis on okay you should be you now you're you're one getting into more tournaments so you're playing more so his he goes from college really no break jumps right into this kind of non-stop pga schedule and then is living that life, having these highs, having these wins, gets to number 12 in the world, and then a pandemic hits. And he now has yeah. to go play golf as a 22-year-old with all the success, and he's around no one. No friends, no – like, he he's the type of dude that, like, that's his – like, he, he rides this wave, and, like, as, as far as, like, I don't know, just being positive and, and just being like the person he is, he now goes and has to play. He's got to go do all that work as a 22, 23 year old mm-hmm. and no, there's no fans. There's no, you know what I mean? It's almost like this. Yeah. And then yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy, I mean, I was going to say, and, and you, and you nailed it. He's 22 years old. And I think that's honestly like what it comes down to is that he is so freaking young that success is like i think people have like this thought that like success is easy right like it's it's right. not right like he has a ton of money now like there's yeah. people relying on him probably more than he's ever had in his life when he still probably should be relying like at 22 what were we like what was i, I was relying on my parents still you know like so yeah. there's like this i think the expectations from 
us and fans and and everyone and then the pressure he put on himself i think that that is what it is and it, and it it's really an, it sucks it sucks that he went through it but like man it's a it's maturing it's the same thing we're yeah, talking dude, about rom like he's got it like he's just it's going to take time for him to like wrap his head around being this successful this popular like he's also like people really like Matt Wolf. Like, Everybody likes like, him. Like, he's not, yeah. he's an easy guy to like. And like, super easy. And his, his coming on the tour, like he did so fast and like naturally, like he's going to, I think just be overwhelmed by what is happening in his life. You know, I think there's probably a year of like, oh, this is awesome. Right. Like I just won. Yeah. I'm like one of the best players in the world now. And then it's like, all right, what's going on here? Like what, like what sort of things do I have to take care of in my, my own life to like figure out? And, and, you know, there's like, I mean, shit that we all have to worry about, but like, he's doing it on like a much higher scale. Right. Like, yeah, I I don't know, like normal shit. I think we all forget like buying a house and shit. How the hell is like, how does Matt easy wolf know how to buy do like do shit like that? Like he's 22. He's supposed to be in college, you know? Well, what's funny is he he actually bought a house in Jupiter that he was going to have be his home base kind of before he took this break. Um, and he hasn't even visited it in like months because he was going back to Oklahoma to be around like his college, like kind of friends and like family and everything. But even just think about it, it at the age of 22, getting to number 12 in the world and the fact that he had just kind of like just the mental space to step back enough and dude, he sat out a major, like he sat out the P he voluntarily sat out the PGA championship because he was like, he really felt like he was depressed or like, he was just not happy. He was at a place where like golf wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't what it should mean to him. And to kind of make that turnaround that fast. And then I love this. There was a, there was a great article um, and Gankus was in it and Gankus was talking about like, just how much of a better mind space he's been in. And like, dude, he's only been off like two and a half months. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not like it's a year. It's, it's yeah. not that big. And when he left, he was blowing the ball all over the yard. And Gankis was over. like, somebody, the the reporter um, or the journalist uh, mentioned to Gankis what the odds were that like Wolf made the cut. Uh, it was like, I forget what it was. It might've been 200 to one. I could be completely off on that. But he was like, did you, did you tell, did you tell Maddie that? Did you tell him like what the, like what they have him at the odds are to make the cut right now? And Wolf gave this back and forth where he was like, it's almost nice to feel like the underdog again. And then he goes out and what was he top? He was top 20, 15 T 15. And was higher most of of the weekend. Yeah. With a bad Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. He he was right there. He broke the U S open record. He'd eight birdies on Saturday. I mean, on on Thursday opened up, like came back first round back at eight birdies. Um, So no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm pumped to have him back. I think it's, I think it's like a, I think it's a pretty cool, I think it's an interesting story. I think it's, I think it's just cool to see like the awareness of somebody at that age. We talk about Rom doing it at 26, but him doing it at 22 right now. And already like, I feel like he could have went, he could have went down a super dark path. And the fact that he did a top, you know, tied for 15th at a, at a major championship so quickly. I mean, it says a lot about his character. Shows you you about his character, shows about his mental strength. Um, He's, I think he's going to be okay. And he's, he's clearly got the talent. So um glad yeah, to have cool. him back and, and, and I can't wait to see where he goes from there. So it was cool to see what Bubba, I don't know if you guys saw the Bubba interview yep. too, like talking about how he talked to Wolf on the range and just like, 
how there's so much more important shit out there than golf yeah. and like yeah and bubba's kind of always you know especially in the last i don't know probably since he's won won the masters like has just been like very similar in that nature of like just talking about that stuff very outward, same thing yeah. like yeah. with him with yeah. the perspective thing like he yeah. went through that like uh health thing where he lost he, all the weight he was a mess on tour yeah. dude he was yeah, a exactly. head case like he like i mean you remember him like he was oh yeah like sometimes unwatchable because you're just like dude i mean like, he would relax. Yeah, a lot. yeah exactly exactly like, legit. Here, yeah. here's why here's why i think that this stuff's important um and and bubba definitely being at like the forefront of it but I was talking about the Ash K quote. I thought this was like really interesting. So Ash K, I don't know if you saw this, but he needed um, on Friday, he needed, I believe it was either a par on 17 or it was birdie birdie. I think he needed a birdie, he needed a birdie on 18 to make the cut and yeah. he makes, and he makes the birdie and he gets in. And this is what he said um, talking about um, his week, his weekend and like his experience. Uh, they, they asked him, the reporter asked him, what are some of the things that didn't go well today? Uh, he, Cause he talked about like how, you know, kind of disappointed he was in the way this is, this is on Sunday. Um, he said, I think it's more, I just have a hard time enjoying myself and understanding the opportunity I created for myself. And oh, hold on, we're going to move the page here. <laughs> Got to pay one ninety nine to read the rest yeah, of the article. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a great drop. He said, "Oh, that was great." We actually don't know what he said. <laughs> he said, "I think it's more. I just have. I just have a hard time enjoying myself and understanding the opportunity I created my for myself and just the atmosphere of the event. I should enjoy it a lot more than I do. I just didn't have fun today, which really sucks because a lot of golf is score orientated, and when you're not playing well, it feels like it sucks." but I can't do anything about it. And he went on to talk about like how he was now even just post round Sunday, more aware of like, man, that was fucking awful. But like, I can't be thinking like that. And I can't yeah. like take this weekend for what it is. It's like, you, he just, you, he just got to play in his first U S open. Yeah, He's right? 19 and, and, years old <laughs> and 19, 19 years old and completely like blazing his own trail. Doesn't go to school. Like this is, he's doing, he's doing something that like, really isn't done much and and have the success that he's had already but to play in a major and like that's the way he's thinking about the game so that's why i kind of thought the i thought that was a good like kind of of a wake-up call probably for people too right like yeah especially for like an ash game like seeing wolf go through it you know and just now being like kind of He's there, right? Like Ashke is playing in the open, like the U.S. Open. So it's like, you know, he's around yeah. these making guys. Making the now. cut. Yeah, making the cut. Exactly. He made he's, the cut and he's talking like that. Yeah. yeah. Like he's around these guys now. So hopefully that'll only help him, not, yeah. you know, not hurt him. But shout out lefty. Shout out lefty is right. Um, I don't know what you guys have left for this. We kind of touched on a lot of things, but I just thought it was really cool um, to see a couple guys like, um, like your Martin Keimer, um, Charles Schwartzel, like these guys, Francisco Molinari. It was cool to see those guys like just up in the mix of things, top twenties. Um, Guido Migalazzoli. <laughs> yo, yo, I didn't want to pronounce his name. Uh, Bro. But who is this guy? Like <laughs> he easily, like yeah, Rom had a great weekend. Guido was the most electric dude on the course, hands down. Wasn't even close. We know that you're pronouncing his name right. It's Guido. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not, Guido. It's not Guido. No, nah, it's Guido. It's <laughs> it is Guido. Guido. It's, dude, it's did you see, wrong to say? And, did you, you know. did you see him? Did you watch him at all? Uh no. Oh my god, the <laughs> swag that this kid was dripping. He's he Spanish, finished, right? He no, no, Italian. He's Italian. 
He finished T4. He's playing. He's he made the he made the Masters. That's insane. I saw saw that. It's sick. But yeah, you if you can, there's got to be YouTube videos out there of him pimping putts and shots. He was electric all weekend. That's awesome. That's the best name in golf. I don't care what anyone says. It's pretty close. It's really funny, Ryan, that you that you say that. Nothing turns me off more than watching like Martin Keimer or <laughs> I know you got Charles I mean, you show those guys respect. Charles Schwartzel has probably, yeah, probably the most money made ever on the PGA tour. And Martin Keimer's uh former number one in the world. I mean, yeah, gotta, they they literally do nothing for me. <laughs> I'd rather like, I guess if I'm they're in a group, the old, if they're in a I'm the old group guy. together, I am turning that off. Like I don't <laughs> want to watch three guys hit the ball 260 uh, down the middle and <laughs> Like I can go out there and hit the ball too every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you hit the center of the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which tease. Uh, which perfect segue. Uh we saw Pete. <laughs> you, you oh got, no, I got before, some more. I got, you got some more. You got more stuff. Oh, here. I got a lot more. We're, we're well, going rapid. I mean, we're going rapid on. fire here. I'm kidding. Right. It's not a lot more, but I'm <laughs> I, I have a lot more. I should say I have a lot more quick subjects. Um, okay, great. Real talk, the streaker. I mean, we have oh, well, yeah, yeah. like yeah. that was one of the most interesting sports out of Bryson Hall, dude. I I heard about I heard about it, and then when I finally saw the footage, I was so taken back because I just did not expect that. He brought How much a golf, more brought a golf club and two balls. He, he brought a golf striped ball. it, striped yeah. it. Great <laughs> swing, weird outfit, awful yeah. dance moves. Didn't know what he was doing with the 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 kind of tango with the uh with the security wild i can't believe he had such a good juke and then just to get stopped by the cart like that yeah, like yeah, dude, disappointing. disappointing the guy got out of the cart just just right? do a little do something yeah you, gotta, you can't do yeah. it was like he fell into him like he wanted to get caught but i think that this is going to be happening a ton more yeah People are you, just going to go out there and you, do you, it. I don't know. You cage how the a bunch of animals for 12 months. I don't know yeah. how he got a club. Crazy shit's going to happen. Yeah, it's the true. club thing is wild. How do you think that? How, how do you, do you think sneak he, a club into that? You think like, he like just jacked one from the range or something? Like, like how though? Like Martin Keimer. Martin Keimer's like, where's no, my he, four I, iron or something? I was, you know? My guess is he wore long pants in. He went in with a limp and he and he put the wedge down his like belt loop, like inside the like inside his pants, and just walked with like a like a crip yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in no way condoning this, so don't take that because that's a no. Really that is thing. actually um, that's probably why. Because yeah, listen, the travelers, the travelers is this weekend. We probably got a bunch of people that we know going to this thing. No, don't try and steal it. You remember <laughs> or, uh, or do remember, it? I don't like that's just a good. Oh, I'll definitely do it. The remember, um, <laughs> yeah, remember. De- <laughs> yeah actually if you do it we will have you on yeah, yeah. yes but don't Fun do deal. it and it'll wink, be wink. but yeah. also do it <laughs> and don't call uh bryson brooksy um yeah no i actually wink, wink. uh you remember played against sports in brookfield yeah. of course yeah friend that friend that will go unnamed that's how he stole wedges out of there he would slide it down his pant leg and limp out <laughs> Just, just so ridiculous, but um, used used wedges from like nineteen seventy. Yeah, from played against sports. Yeah. They, were probably, dude, was, they were probably like nineteen dollars at the time. We just had guy, no money. Owner, we're like, let's go hit probably wedges. Would have just let him let him take it. We're hitting ass. We're hit, we're hitting wedges off of uh, advanced, uh, you know, the advanced parking lot into in just into Route Seven, like. 60 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stop uh, talking. That's um, super funny. You got some. You got somebody in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, God, no. We don't know any New Milford cops. Um, 
True. <laughs> All right. I got, I got another one. I don't know if you, you definitely didn't see this. There was, did you guys see the sign on the scoring shack um, that the players went in after to hand in the scorecards? No. Okay. There's a PGA tour sign. This is what it reads. Player services office. Right underneath it says, all nice, friendly, and passionate players welcome. And then underneath in small lettering, it says, angry players need not enter. <laughs> Dude, that was on the broadcast. Like, what are you doing, PGA Tour? That is the stupidest sign. Like, do they think that's funny? They're they're just like, trying. That's think just player, old do you think Phil, yeah. like, do you think do you think Phil walks up to that after today? Like, oh God, after today. By the way, did we not nail the Phil, the, the Phil prediction? I mean, uh, I, I think chance. I said we would I would be surprised if he made the cut, and there's no chance he's making a top 25. Yeah, yeah. That was we knew that was coming. Exactly but like you think happened. Phil, you think Phil is a shit-eating grin on his face when he walks up to that scoring shack when he reads yeah. that? Just what not a ridiculous a, sign. I had I paused and screenshotted it. <laughs> um, I got, I have a extremely quick uh, now on the tee. It's just going to be three pretty much trivia questions. Okay. We're just going to go rapid fire. Either of you can, but this answer. isn't going to go towards a record. No, no, no. Official. Nope. Yeah. And Frankie, you're involved too. Yep. All right. So first player to begin the, their U S open career with five consecutive top 10 finishes since Bobby Jones, seven straight. Whew. Do you know seven straight? That was Bobby yeah. Jones' record. Um, but yeah, this is this player's first player to begin the US, their U.S. Open career with five consecutive top tens. I mean, it's got... Do you have an idea, Frank? I, I, uh, I don't know. Go ahead, go. It's got to be Brooks. That's wrong. What? Begin their career. Think someone younger. Shoffley? Mm-hmm. Wow. Xander. Xander has five. Um. Uh, we, I gave this away uh, T4 on my major debut and now into the 2022 Masters with the most swag on the course. Guido Magazzolo. <laughs> um, I four putted from four feet away this week and still finished T19. Tell me you saw this. This is where you scroll down to T19, Frank. No, yeah, no, don't, not, no, no, don't, it. don't, That's don't, why I'm don't, looking up. don't, I'll give you a hint and you'll get it. Hold on. Tina. I think I did see this. I, as soon as you say it, I'll. I want to say you may have even referenced this yeah. in the group chat. Is it Frank's boy? I'll give you a hint. The lefties lounge. <laughs> Take that hint how you will. Maybe literal. Yes. No. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Harmon. Yeah, it was Harmon. That yeah. was so bad, and the the fourth putt. <laughs> circled all the way around yeah, and came, and came back, back to him, to him. Yeah. that was de- that, that was devastating brutal. gotta get that boy into a, a sick putter <laughs> yeah i know right and and, <laughs> and the last one this player was not in the field which disqualifies this from being a now on the tee but uh two weeks ago or i think it was about a week ago he predicted the winner this week by saying if john rom doesn't win i will eat my shoe which PGA i saw this too this. and i can't think about it too think of pip I'm, think of um Think I'm gonna of, say Justin Thomas. You think Justin Thomas said if John Rom doesn't win, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. eat and he my played shoe. and he played yeah. this week. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he played. Yeah, he played. Dude. I for, yeah, I forgot about this. He was right I, there uh, too, by the way. He, yeah, he, he was. was. He wasn't far back. Um, he was T19. Yeah, Same okay. as Jordan. One Smith. of our one of our OGs, Ronnie. One of our OG uh, DraftKings picks. Oh God. I saw this is so annoying. I've, I've known yeah. every know answer. exactly who it is. Very heavy Twitter presence now. Uh, I don't know. And we love it. And we love it. Joel Domain. Oh. 
Oh, Joel, Joel Demain. Demain. Joel Demain. Yeah. Joel Demain texted that Joel to, one of, the, to one, of the, one of the golf reporters. That's very him. Um, and, I, and I have one last, very last one. Um, this was a picture that Paige Sporanic tweeted. Okay. This is the top Instagram. This is, a, this is our little pip update. Top Instagram golf accounts from, uh, what, a year um, dating from June 17th, 2020 to June 17th, 2021. Desire. This, what's that? Oh, I, I, are we guessing what it is? Oh, no, no. Uh, these are, play- <laughs> no, no, you're not going to guess. I'm just going to tell you. Oh, I thought golf accounts. I thought we were going like, oh, oh, oh. like I, I said Zyre golf. Zyre is the first one you'd go with. Yeah. V- views per post. Paige Sporanic is number one in the golf world. At yeah, four, I wonder why. 415,000. Next is Rory at 290. Third is Scratch at 250. Fourth is Tiger Woods at 218. JT is at 211. DJ at 203. Ricky, Ricky at 155. Oh. Bryson just below that, 124. Brooks, 97. Four play, 80. Golf Channel, 51. Golf Digest twenty nine thousand, Golf.com, twenty four thousand, and No Lang up thirteen thousand. And Lefties Lounge ten thousand. One. Lefties Lounge. A couple hundred. A hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of crazy though. Yeah, I just thought that was great. a really interesting. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's just views. Like that's in the hundred thousands of views. Um, sorry. I'll tell you what. If uh, judging on the Paige Spranic thing, if a couple of these top guys start posting pictures of their wives, they might get a little more views. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Rio, so Ricky, Ricky. So no. here's, this is how Ricky wins, right? He's what fifth on that list or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just you know, I mean, this is the way Ricky's gonna win this year. He's just, just gonna, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, none tell of me, head at. Tell me, I'm that so, I'm so glad that you just said that. <laughs> tell me, you saw the Phil, yeah, yeah experience yeah. with her. That's where you're going with, with Rom's, with what? Rom's wife. yeah. Like, I mean, that was. <laughs> amazing first off phil <laughs> it was fog. painful for me because there's no why was john romney warming up honestly like, i know yeah it was just a just a formality like that Once was he ridiculous. saw that tee shot on 17 oh my God. <laughs> yeah so dumb that was great yeah, what do you think was going on in that conversation phil was being phil. The ultimate, like, oh man, it was just, it was electric. I, I mean, love how Phil it, has been a mentor for Rom, so I understand. Yeah, no, yeah, they're the they're thing. very close. Like, the whole Arizona State thing and everything. Yeah. It was just, it was just Phil being Phil, but it was just Phil to. It was here's the thing. Phil always knows what's going on. He always knows when there's a camera on him. He always knows the situation. Phil thinks yeah. more than anybody on that tour. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason he was wearing sunglasses, posted up with his legs crossed, talking about Rom's finish, like. The way he was talking about, like, oh my god, it was it was just electric. It was really good. It was, it was, it was really so good. good. Um, so funny. Good for Phil, though. That was great. Oh my god. All right, so that I mean, great friggin' weekend of golf. We had some things go on too here in the lounge. I think we all got to play golf. We saw Pete. Um, shout out to Pete. I mean, he's just he's changing our golf lives. I mean, there's there's nothing left to say about that it's just crazy but um what do we want to get into i want i want to go last i want to tease this right up until the end this this round that i had um, frankie why don't you start i've talked plenty <laughs> <laughs> i actually have a story too but i, I don't think i can say it we, we were already too deep 
we'll um, let you know if we have time for story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be brief. I don't I don't have much. I mean, I I the Pete session yesterday, um, and we said it there and 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 uh, it continues to be the case. And and Ronnie, you just nailed it like it it's crazy what lessons, what real lessons can do. Um, not only to to your swing and changing the game, but like I like I was so into golf going into this year and last year, like it just continues to get better and better because now, now I'm doing things much more correctly than I've ever done it. Like, and he's just, Pete is such a, he's such a funny guy, right? Like, cause I think we all notice this, like he doesn't say a whole lot when we're, pl- when we're there. Right. Mm-hmm. But he gives us these like little things and it just like makes you think like yesterday, Ronnie, he said, <laughs> he said to me, He's like, now, Frank, like now that you're, you know, more comfortable with your, your grip and your swing, like now you got to think about like um, club face control more and just like work on that. And he's like, he's like, what changes, what changes the club face is your right, like bicep, like, and just the rotation of that. And he's like, a lot of people think about it in their hands. And he's like, that's a complete, right. You get too twitchy in your hands and. And then me and Ronnie are just sitting there rotating yeah. our. So you, you guys obviously being lefties, your left arm, right? But yeah. my right arm as a righty, just that rotation of that arm when you come through, and like he's just like basically pointing at his bicep the whole time, and I'm like sitting yeah. there, and then I that I then I hit like five in a row, duffed, hook them to the left, and I was like, okay, well this isn't working right now, <laughs> but like, it just, yeah. but he's like, this is what you need to start being aware of. Like, so as you get better, obviously you make, he like, and that's what he does. He makes these like small little, uh, he, or he puts these nuggets in your head that like you need to think about. And then all of a sudden you just become more and more aware of like something very specific. He's, kind um, of a, he's a gardener. He just, he plants <laughs> the seeds and then every like he just waters the seeds and he looks over his plants and then right it takes then, time then right? they grow. it takes time like, yeah exactly so graphic I don't I don't want to interrupt you Frank but no, graphic, no. I see your wheels turning about this bicep move if you so take your left arm right and and the listeners can do the same thing and hold hold it like straight out and like you're holding a club right now move your bicep see and that's yeah. You see now you know the club face control, right? So so it's, it's like it's your so, big so your basically big muscles, what he's right? saying is club face control starts at the top of your swing when you're coming down. It's yeah. not just a flick of the wrist or like coming inside and not having all that stuff. If you can get the motion up here, your your misses are gonna be way less if you're consistent with your bicep up yeah. at the top of your swing. Yeah. So just to clarify that. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Which Um, is crazy. And that's all I've thought about all day today. I I probably plumbed a house backwards today because that's all I can think (laughs) about is like, Oh my God, it was incredible. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Pete session. And again, great, great session. Thank you. Shout out to Pete. Thanks to Pete. Um, And Pete, we trust. Uh, (laughs) Amen. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I almost crossed myself right there. Um, Yeah. but uh, yeah, so played Saturday, played with Ronnie. Obviously, Ronnie's got um, much more exciting stuff to talk about than I do. But I I played really well. I was really yeah, happy to shake I played, your head. Man. I uh, again scoring, you know, not quite there, but man, I I feel like I'm right there. I feel like I'm like ready to. Frank, it was one. You had one bad hole. Really? Yeah, one hole over nothing, yeah, nothing over, over six. six. Yeah, I had, yeah, I had a nine on a hole on the on number three, which I think. Where did you play? Uh, 
Oxford Greens. Um, yeah, great track, obviously. Um, I I think one thing I did notice is that nine potentially last year or whatever could have completely derailed everything yeah. for me. Instead, after that, I believe, Ronnie, you have the card in front of you. I believe I went par, par birdie right after that. <laughs> you did. So something um, I dislike about you doing the scorecard is you don't circle the birdies. Yeah. And I have terrible handwriting. So that is what it is. It's not the handwriting, but I, yeah, sorry. I just, yeah, it is what it is. It's fine. It's just, you know, yeah. Yeah. You just want that circle. I got you. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So I think in previous years that could have gone down. I could have shot a freaking 52 on the front and ended up with a 97 and, and whatever shot a 45 in the front with a nine on the card. I mean, yeah, that's that's about as good as I can do. You know, yeah. if that nine's not there, I'm 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 you should you know, have 45 with a nine. Yeah, yeah. It's I played really well on the front. Driver yeah. was like the probably maybe the best round I've ever had with my driver. Um yeah, for sure. I was in the fairway all the time. God, that makes the game so much more fun when you're in the fairway. Huh? I can't I'll say it, I've said it once, I'll say it again. Your wedge play is is world class. Like you have some of the softest hands. Like you must moisturize those things. <laughs> It's incredible how oh, soft yeah, your hands are. It's crazy. It, you know, it, I would say it's definitely probably the 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 uh, the best part, of, strongest part of my game is probably like fifty in. You know, and and that's I don't know. It's I mean, it saves me a lot of strokes. That's for sure, man. If you can, like, huge, if you can get good huge. at if you can get good in that range, like it's yeah, I mean, it's such a difference maker. Yeah, yeah, it is. And if you can get good around the green, man, you get up and down for stuff. Like it's such a difference in the game. Um, but you got to get there and that's, that's also, so yeah, driver, I just keep driver. I just got to keep getting better at it. That's the main yeah. thing right now, but yeah. Yeah. What that about was, you, Craft? What'd you yeah, do? That was the, uh, that was the first time I'd seen. Cause I think the last time that we were at Pete's, um, and you were really working on like the new swing, I think you were in the opposite bay. So I didn't really see it as much and then saw it a lot, uh, yesterday for like the first time and it your swing is way different yeah. Yeah. yeah just just looking at it myself like i remember that first day when i was struggling yeah to hit yeah, the ball. yeah like my my just like depth was like i had no depth <laughs> i also like was way over the top way outside in yeah um club face just wide open and now like <laughs> Just even the pictures that Denardi took, like just looking at yeah. that stuff, like the depth is completely different. Yeah. Like left arm is completely <laughs> locked out and straight at which Pete, like I, I told Pete yesterday, I was like, whenever I'm not hitting the ball, well, that is my go-to make sure I freaking get yeah. that left arm as a righty straight. And uh, yeah, man, it it's honestly, it's so awesome to see, man. It's like, it's oh, so yeah. rewarding. Like you're yeah. like, what, wait, that's, that's how I look now. Like, yeah. that's good. <laughs> that you look better. like you look yeah. like a golfer. You that's the like way I, I, feel, yeah. I feel the same way. Dude. Yeah. 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 It's it's shout out, shout out, uh, Frank Denardi. Oh he was, gosh, yeah. he was with us again. Um, and I was just actually watching that video that he just sent us. And that was the thing. Like I, oh, I'm I even wait. like looking at your swing from there. It was just like, Okay, that is not like I've never seen Frank swing like that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, super but, cool to see. Yeah, so I'll start with Pete real quick. Um, it's funny, it's funny. You were just the way you were explaining it. All I could think in my head um, of like your interactions with him was how many times he told me like just stop it with his eyes yesterday as I started to like <laughs> as I started to ask about like are my hands good here? Is this good here? What am I doing here? And he was just like. 
just gave me these death stares that was like, you better shut your mouth and stop thinking about that. No, no, but he, uh, it was good. We definitely, um, I think we're, we're working on very similar, like to your point with, uh, kind of like the bicep and, oh shit, that was my second time. Yeah. That's mine though. That, that you're using mine. Yeah, yeah, should yeah. I, should I, do I just cut off? Do I just go next? Do I just say next? <laughs> Hit the mute and you're that, done. Is that, is that, yeah, I, like a 10 second penalty box? Oh my God. Um, the bicep thing. I actually didn't hear you guys talking about that. I didn't hear this. So that's, that's why Ronnie was like, you, you saw my, uh, my, my brain churn a little there a little bit yeah, when, when, I, when you, when you just stick your arm out, I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> I, saw, I saw you do like, yeah, I was like, what? Why are we why are we sticking our left arm out? Um, yeah, but for me it's just uh it's just creating depth and space for my hands um to get through. Um and I'm just swinging way too fast and my clubs cannot my shafts cannot, especially my iron shafts, like I can feel it now. Now that I'm like kind of making a, a somewhat proper movement, um, I can really feel it like when I pull it through the the uh the plane like my, my yeah. shaft's definitely bending um, and speaking of the shafts you're you said you're having a hard time getting it. if anybody's listening to this podcast just reach if you have a uh any way to get iron shafts extra for... stiff uh <laughs> seven grams i don't even care what as long as they fit uh titleist ap3s that's what yeah I'm like I, hook I was us on up. ebay today and we don't and want he's, he's gonna pay full price plus tax and, i just and, can't and... find them yeah uh, He's having now, a really hard time. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta dive a little deeper into eBay. It's been a while since I've been on the eBay game, but that is where I got my driver shaft. Um, but yeah, so pretty much just like, it's just figuring out. It's just like timing, and I just have to get used to this new move. Um, yeah. And so we just, we just got a little deeper this time with the move. Um, it's definitely close, but it's definitely gonna take. It's a new feel for me. The the space that I have to create that I'm that I need to create, I'm definitely not currently creating. And to get to that with what I'm doing right now, um, it's going to take like a little more drilling. It's not something that I can just kind of like, like you saw me, I try, I was trying to do it with driver. Driver's been um, extremely hot and cold and yeah. I just couldn't find it. Like I just, I, I couldn't find it, um, yeah. but it was good. I mean, I still feel really good about my game. I didn't, I didn't play. Um, I played in a nine hole tournament. Do we have, do we have like a quick five minute story time? Of course. I just, th I think, Always. I, I think Dante, I, I, we have all the time in the world. I think you're going to find that. <laughs> I, I just think you might find this kind of funny or not even funny. Just like, what the fuck? I love, you have to say where you played. You have all to right, say so here I'm, oh, I'm going to set the table. I'm going to set the table. Let's so, go. all right. So my dad is a part of the um, AOH, which is the ancient order of Hibernians. It's an Irish club. Um, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like kind of all throughout the Northeast. It's pretty much just yeah, like an Irish, Irish drinking clubs club, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. think of think of any of the Portuguese clubs, like any of those clubs. Um, it's, so like there's an it's like a biker club without a, without bikes. Exactly, without yeah. bikes. It's just pints of Guinness. It's just, it's just a bunch yeah, of Irish drinking It's just drinking a place dudes. to go drink and, and hang out. And yeah, so my dad's been a part of this. golf tournament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is, that's the golf tournament that we're playing in. It's at sunset. It's legit a nut. Oh, it's sunset? The nice. dog track of all dog tracks. Old helmet hell. Helmet hell, yeah. There <laughs> are 17 foursomes. It's the best turnout it's had. But 17 foursomes on a nine-hole course. Yes. We're the oh, first so ones double up. up. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, How many uh, people died that day? Dude, probably. <laughs> well, I died after, but that was at the bar. That's another story. <laughs> um, there was, we thankfully, like we, we were the first ones off. Um, so this group of guys, so this is like um, all of my dad's like softball buddies and like basketball. So you think of like any of like the town stuff or like the war Memorial rec league and everything. It's all like this group of guys. So this group of guys I've been around for like a long time. Some of them are in the new Milford league. Um, but I've known them since I was like in college and I played softball with them, basketball and now like golf and everything. So it was really good. Like it's been a year and a half since I've seen some of these guys. Um, all right. So this is where the story starts. So I am my name, like, legit like what they call me what they write down on like the batting order like in the scorebook and everything my name is lamar in danbury like to this group of people like a bunch of people like i'm not kidding it's lamar like they call me lamar (laughs) okay do we have enough time to explain that yes (laughs) so uh uh, country of origin or no uh uh, uh, history of origin so in sophomore year in high school um one of the one of the guys who's a member was a he's i think he was like an electrician or a janitor at the high school and he used to watch me um he used to like watch the you know work the games like the high school basketball games and practices and stuff he was always like in the gym and around the gym and i guess i know this is going and i and I guess, well, no, see, I don't think you do because I don't even know where this is going. So you, I don't, maybe you would know who he was, but Brian Harity, shout out Brian Harity, giant Irish guy. Anybody that knows him, like awesome, awesome guy. He, one day I was, I hit a bunch of threes in like the corner and he called me um, Lamar after this, like, I believe it's like a 1980s Nike commercial of some guy in a gym, like hitting shots. I have no idea. This I figured that, it was like for like Lamar Odom or something well, like so, lefty. Like, I, I, yeah. dude, it's, I, I know it's, it's the weirdest thing. So that was when I was a sophomore in high school. So ever since that day, I've been Lamar to, that to is... that group of people. So I, it, it was just, it was funny. Cause that was the first time, like I showed up, I kind of have like different names. Like when I was down in Virginia, I'm John Paul. So like to my family, everybody in my family, like calls me John Paul. Yeah. And it's funny. I noticed that with Uncle Dave the first time we played. Right. Yeah. So, and I actually was introducing to myself, uh, I was introducing myself to people at the member guests. And like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm John. And uh, Todd's wife, Ann, was like, why are you, why are you calling yourself John? Like, isn't your name John Paul? And I was like, like, and then a week later, I'm at a different tournament and I'm being called graphic. No, (laughs) no, no, I'm Lamar. And like, and, and I'm not kidding. Like, it's what, it's, everybody call it's like what they call me it's yeah. it's so ridiculous um that's crazy but yeah great to see all them um we played it was me and uh my dad so it's a father's day tournament me my dad and then um this guy Pilardi, jim Pilardi, and his son matt his uh it's actually the father's day tournament's named after his father who passed away last year so it was it was cool. We were like, you know, the, the, it was funny, dude, the dads legit started a group chat and we're like, let's go. We're winning this thing a week before, which is hilarious. <laughs> like nine at sunset. Um, You're we, gonna, and that's the other thing that kills me is that it was only nine holes. It was nine holes. Like we, it was, it was nine hole tournament. Like my dad's probably like my dad plays, you know, whatever, what five times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, the other dude plays zero golf and me and the other kid are like an eight and like a 10. Um, and we shot eight under and it was, we, we birdied the Fitting. first, both par fives. We had a hundred yards and 120 yards into, and then 
we actually the only two we made two pars we uh we we parred the second and third hole the two short par threes are you kidding me (laughs) i'm not kidding and every single par four we drove the green i drove two is Oh yeah, no, the, two's the uphill. Two, two's the uphill one. Yeah, and then three's that. the downhill. Then I dr- then I hit one over the green on four, uh, <laughs> over the green on the left on five. Probably with a three wood, right? No, just all drivers. Oh really? We you were just, just we were just four? just mashing driver. <laughs> yeah. um, you got to know your course better than that. It's, yeah, I know, <laughs> course right? management. You know your course management. Yeah, course management. Yeah, really funny though. So you sent us the scorecard while Ronnie and I were playing. So like oh, you were playing, you were playing at the same time and yeah. I didn't see the names. I didn't know what you were yeah. doing. So I saw, yeah, he I was like, was I didn't know where 27. I was like, no, because you said us two, like one God. was like through six or seven and you were like five under and I'm like, what is going <laughs> yeah. on? Like, there's no, uh, way. there's no way. <laughs> yeah. So we easily won that tournament, um, yeah. but no, <laughs> it was funny. really, really good time. Wasn't like, uh, so I, I got going into Shawnee. Haven't really played too much golf, but definitely the best. I felt going into a uh, a Shawnee. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out Shawnee. Dude. I think you and I are going to try and do. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to do something. We're going to try and uh, do a live podcast actually about Shawnee uh, the Thursday before, so all the guys going up can maybe listen to it going up Friday. Get hype. We're already hype. Um, we haven't said too much about Shawnee yet. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure it's going to be electric. Yes. Um, Facts. So I'll get into my, my Pete and then my round because the round is just very special. I'm still thinking about it. Um, first of all, go to uh, gonpi.org. Um, get, listen, I was thinking about this the other day. If you, as a wife or a girlfriend, have a guy that is into golf, Stop buying him polos and stop buying him clubs and balls and all wasting money. Okay. Get him lessons for every holiday. Do it for Christmas. You're you're a week late right now. Didn't Father's Day just happen? Yeah. I'm just saying Father's Day, uh, Christmas, have everybody get him lessons so he can get to NPI at any of their six locations once a month because it we've gone for three times and it is just exponentially different. I'm a golf different is, golf is different. It's I'm a just, different it, it's, golfer. It's hard to explain. And I feel like it, that this is the most important thing is just learning your golf swing and, and not so much. I mean, we, we have our changes and we all look different in our swings, but it's knowing what's going on with your golf swing too. And that it's just so huge. So go, Get them lessons with any of the team. Pete is he is the leader of that whole squad, and they're all good. And just just go do it because it is that's the only thing I can explain. Like that I got yesterday. Um, going there is just like we have it in us, but he is just showing us the way. And 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 it's not like put your hands here, do this. It's like, yeah, well, you need to get more inside or you need to hit your move your hips first. Like do this and then just lets you do your thing. Like just it it was a really good session mentally for me. Um I can't miss my eight iron in Portland. You were striping it yesterday. I was I was absolutely striping my eight iron yesterday. Um shout out to stripe too. Um (laughs) but they uh yeah, it, I felt really good. We worked on my driver, which uh, was delightfully um, optimistic. Uh, I thought, you know, because I'm pretty inconsistent with that. And really, basically what he said is that I have to do more 
with my driver swing than I am doing with like the same things that I'm doing with my irons. So like they're more of the same swing than you think is basically what he said. Right, Frank? Yeah. He basically said it's the same swing. Why are you changing your swing for clubs? You shouldn't shouldn't be changing your swing at all. It should be exactly the same. Yeah. So I'm just trying to like just extension arm turn and just do the same thing and just be more consistent with my driver. So shout out to Pete. I mean, you are in Pete. We trust. Amen. That's it. And, and so, sick, sick towels too. check out. The- and yeah, shout out. Those towels are so sick. Uh, we all got MPI towels and they are, I can't wait to just hang that off the car or anywhere. Uh, Shawnee, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be so nice. So like Frank said, we played at Oxford and, uh, the start of the round for me was not uh, not what I, what you would think. I went um, double, double, bogey, bogey, bogey. Then I finally got a par in there, and then I went double bogey, another par, and then a bogey. I shot ten over for a forty six on the front. Right. So why is this electric? It's because it's it's because because there was a back because there was a back nine and let me I'm gonna be color commentator on this because I I sat okay. I sat along I was sitting along the way with you as this yeah. happened okay so, so first of all I was very excited that you shot a 46 because I shot a 45 and that was nice for me right if I'm being honest yeah and you I was, I was out that. playing yeah I was, I was just about to ask who won yeah. the uh, you're just Brian. out you're out you're out classing I was like outplaying just, you. Which you shot a nine rare. and and you kicked my ass because I couldn't get the ball in the hole and Ronnie just, goes to me after nine. He says to me, he's like, I'm going to beat you on the back nine. And, uh, and basically, I'm going to remind you every time that we're so like, we're just literally I was like, OK, it's on. It is on now. Right. Yeah. And then continue. So after I had said that to Frank in the car that I, I, I think I was even more in depth and I said I was going to kick your ass and, and just mutilate you. <laughs> I on think the I night. was more in depth. <laughs> and, <laughs> but that was that could have just been my, you know, my my ROM rage within not showing you what, you know, so um the 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 10th hole par five uh i birdied so it was a good start um i (laughs) what you do on with any birdie you you come back with a bogey so now i'm even through two then i go par on the 12th i go par on the 13th par three then i go par on the 14th hole and then I go par on the 50. What kind of pars are we talking about? Uh, pretty standard pars, Frank. Right? Greens, I think greens, two putts. Yeah, no, you pretty much. Yeah, pr- for the most part, you you yeah. definitely putted. Re- you putted terribly on the front, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and then you putt. I mean, incredibly on the back. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was a there was a couple par putts there that were you know six footers that I that I made Getting um, up and down. Or yeah, were, some. No, no, a lot of you had a lot of green. I hit a lot. My irons were really great. My my driver was really great. Um, I was hitting. We didn't keep track of fairways and greens. It was just too much. Um, But yeah, it was good. Good tee balls and and good second shots. Um, So we are what one, two, three, four, five, six holes in, and I'm even. Yeah. So at this point, traffic. I'm go. I I look at him. I believe, and I said, I said, do you. Do you want to know where you're at right now? And he goes, he looks at me and goes, no, he goes, no had, way. But you knew I had, you had Oh, you definitely knew, but it was like I had an idea. the reassurance yeah, that, yeah, yeah you don't need to even, tell me. You're, yeah, you're like, right, I'm pitching right, a perfect game. Don't tell yeah. me what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we get to the 16th. It's a par three, hit a pretty good T ball. It was probably what? 15, 20 feet, Frank. Yeah. 
um, get up to the putt and I had been stroking it pretty well. So I was confident at this point and I, I knew I was going to par. Um, that's how confident I was when I get with that putter, when I get in that groove, like it, I know that I'm going to two putt and it's just, it's so it's sick. It's a nice feeling. It's sick. Um, it's so I ended up, I, I ended up, uh, uh, birdieing that hole. I, I hit a, a 15 to 20 foot bender went right in the hole. Jesus. Believe I gave a little fist pump, but I, I can't oh. even really, I can't oh. remember the, the par three. So I don't even know what it looks like. Frank. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I can't remember that hole, but I know it was a, a 15 to 20 footer. Um, but anyways, get to the 17th hole and this is where it, it really starts to kick in. This is the par five that go, it's like <laughs> up to the right. And, um, I pretty much went up there and I said, you know, boys, I, this, this is where we talked, Frank. And you're like, you want to know? I was like, no, I know exactly where I am. And I'm going to go up here and I'm going to pipe this drive is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And, and Drew gonna- and Eric look at me and they're like, like they didn't really know. So the other two guys we played with, Drew, my brother-in-law, <laughs> who quietly shot an 83 for second yes. time of the year, uh, yeah. second second time played this year, he shot an 83 at Oxford. At Oxford, yeah. Shout and then, Oxford. yeah, and Eric, my 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 buddy Eric, um, who I play with all the time at Richfield, they kind of look at me and they're like, "What? What? Like, what's going on? Like, is he like they knew he was playing well?" And I was like, "Yeah, he's he's uh, he's one under currently going two into seventeen. Yeah, one under with two holes to play." So I get up there and it's a pretty fucking wide open, pretty wide open hole. And, uh, the old hand, the hands got a little quicker than the hips and, the and point, I shanked one. Yeah, yeah. The par five. Oh, okay. Okay. I shanked one to the right and there's a pretty hefty tree there. <laughs> and I hit that tree and it came back and probably traveled. I don't know, 110 yards, maybe. Uh, yeah. But like, but like a touch. Got- so lucky that it hit this yeah. tree came back out on it was so it, like my rights by rights it should have went way deep into gone the woods yeah, and, it, and yeah i could have well, easily that's what you get it. that's what happens but, when you're, oh yeah when when you're when you when you got something like this going you stay positive and you say you know what i'm gonna go up there and i'm gonna pipe a four iron and that's what the hell i did and i hit one of the best four irons of my life left myself about 175 uh on the par five and I ended up having probably like a 25 to 30 foot birdie putt. Hit a beautiful. That 175 yard shot was. I hit the most pure six iron. It's a gur. With a just perfect ball flight. And it landed soft and just sat there. And I was just like, yo, we're back. At this point, I'm like, I'm going to, I could, I, maybe I could drain that putt. I'd be two under and, and I could shoot under par. Like, this is what's going on. I friggin'. Frank, I, I missed that putt probably by two or three inches on the left side, right? And yep. then it was downhill and it, it went blew it to, past it. Yep. It, oh, it, it, no. it went past probably 12, 15 feet. Yeah, it was it was not a good putt. No. So at that point, um I was like, all right, just two putt, you're still even, and then you just got a par 18. Like that's what's going through my head. Uh, you know, that's kind of my thinking for longer putts is like just make sure it's close, tap and par. End up draining that. I drained Birdie? it for par. No nope. par. Oh, Save the one the that you let run by. Run to by. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I let that one. So so I drained it and and I stay one under with one to play. Oh my god! And 
I so also had like a, I also had a 25 footer on that hole too, right before you. So he totally <laughs> yeah, just yeah. outdid me. I was, oh you know, my God, I like, hit, I hit the putt and I did the, you know, the, I'm like, the, yeah, I'm like, woo, you know, and I'm jacked <laughs> up. And then yeah. two seconds later, he nails it for par. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it oh was my sick. God. So 18 is a relatively easy par four. There's the bunker in the middle and then a bunker to the right. I get up there and absolutely blast one uh thought that it was cutting enough to where, miss the where are you at here like are you are you I'm like one, are you nervy like are you like i'm one under and i'm numb i i think I it's told, not yeah i i think and i i know the reason why you were numb i mean we 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 were a little like lubed up too yeah that could have been it too <laughs> a little swing we oil a, we had a couple we had a couple cocktails yeah so yeah, i think that, like that i don't know i felt I no, felt no like you weren't pressing you were yeah, no, yeah you yeah. looked like you were you seemed really like comfortable yeah like not I, you know you weren't i don't think you were feeling anything but i think i think that's can help you know and you're like just confident and ready to go you know yeah. rather, you know the other thing was too is just like I was telling Pete this, like when I get in this stretch, like there's two stretches now, the last round that I played at River Oaks where I was just feeling so good. And this nine hole stretch, it's where my hand, like everything just feels so good when my hands feel close to my body and everything is just happening. Like that's the feeling that I get. And he just goes, well, if it's working, just figure out how to be there all the time. So that's what I'm trying to focus on is kind of the hands thing. Coming up to the ninth hole or the 18th hole, I felt great. I went up there and I hit a bomb. And honestly, I thought it was going to keep cutting and it just didn't cut enough. And I ended up in the, in the bunker and drew actually hit in the same spot. So we both had, I think it was like, I don't know, 120 yard shot into the, in, into the green from the bunker. I caught it a little heavy and ended up, I don't know, 10, 10, 15 feet from the green, hit a pitching wedge and had what, 15, 15 yes. for yeah, 15 footer. Yeah. And I yeah. missed it by an inch. Dude. I was about like to say, it yeah, was, it was so close. I almost was one under, but I ended up shooting even par through nine and uh, for, for a cool 82 at Oxford and 46, 36, 46, 36. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. I mean, you know, for me an 82 at Oxford is, is legit. And just the fact that I shot even through nine holes gives me the most. And, and I hope that uh, specifically Lenore's group is listening to this. I, I feel extremely confident going into Shawnee that, uh, th that we're going to win pretty much everything, not just beat them. We're going to beat everyone ever. Yeah. So. <laughs> what, uh, no, I love it. What, uh, that, cause that was the first time you, you shot even, right? Yeah. On, I've never, I've holes. never shot even. I think the best, uh, the best score that I've shot on nine, uh, is a 39 and I shot a 37 once, but it was a red, white, and blue tournament at Candlewood. So there was some red. Wow. So that's a big jump. So it's a huge jump. Um, huge jump. Uh, yeah. Huge jump. And Let's it go. felt like I, I still like talking about it now. Like, it's just, it's like, holy shit. I shot a 36. And Ox, like it would be different if it was like at Candlewood, but like Oxford's a, a, yeah. a place that can really show some teeth, and it's a, it's it's a more difficult uh, course, I believe. And and to type it in, and now I'm I'm an eleven point six. I, I was gonna say 12. yeah, that's what I was just going to look up. You're yep. under twelve, yeah. I'm an eleven point six. I've now dropped a, a full stroke in our journey. Uh, it's not wow. you know the illustrious three stroke drop of of traffic, but. 
we're, we're, we're making strides and the, the, it feels really, it feels really cool. Like to just say that I shot even through nine and it just opens up, you know, it's like, once you shoot that, like once you break 90, it's like, all right, I'm never going back. And like, once you break 80, it's like, okay, like let's keep it there. And it, it, just knowing that you can do it. Yeah. You just have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of going back to like what Ayers said when we first interviewed him, it's like, once you, once you get to like, you start getting nervous around a number, you know, like his numbers like minus eight or whatever, but like now, now there's a, di- the number, the number is just different for me now. So like, I, I know I can get there and it's just, it's cool. It's really cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Super pumped. That's so, awesome. I mean, that's it boys. I don't know. Uh, we got anything else we want to talk about? God, no, we'd hit the two hour mark. We got, we got to cut this thing quick before we put it, before we put a record, a record number. We, up there. Uh, we have been going long. Um, I think it's good though. We just got a lot to talk about and hopefully uh, if you didn't listen to that, the, the Mark Serio interview, go back and listen to that because that's a, a super informative interview. And I just feel like everybody should listen to that. So if you have a little bit of extra time going, go and check that one out. And then um, the Shawnee, the Shawnee live one, we're going to practice some, uh, some live podcasting. So yeah, dude, that'll be the first, uh, that'll be our first ever, um, live podcast. Yeah. Like imagine if we suck at it. Not well, well we shouldn't I mean, say live. We should say in person because we're not, person. yeah, because yeah, it's not going to be live, but FTF. the first time that we do one face to face. Yeah. FTF. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> so face to face yeah i said it right face to face uh face to face technology putting technology yes yeah that's what i i i put everything into three letters now dlt ftf yeah yeah lol brb descending loft technology i will say real quick i uh i hit that putter like 15 times and it was blatantly obvious the difference and it's the best putter in the market yeah that that's facts <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep and we're gonna get some for everybody i think so we're uh we're gonna figure it out that's for sure whether we gotta sell a lot of sick putters or whatever that we gotta do but we're gonna we're gonna get them in your hands so on that note let's uh let's wrap this this another long one up and leave them on the 19th hey Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. As always, we are produced by Deuce Productions. Shout out to Deuce himself. If you're liking our banter, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like us on Instagram at the.lefties.lounge. And if you want to get in touch with us at all, with any questions, comments, or something you'd like to hear us talk about, you can email us at theleftiesloungegolf.com at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week.